taken from the book of Revelation, chapter 19, verse 9. I'll be reading in the New King James Version, Revelations, chapter 19, verse 9. Then he said to me, write, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, these are the true sayings of God. One of the great things about life in Jesus, in the church, is that we get to rejoice with those who rejoice and that we get to weep with those who weep. Romans 12, 15. Tonight, we honor a high school graduate from the church here at Westside, Hallie May Patton. We are so happy to be able to rejoice with you and your accomplishment, and not just a high school graduate, but the equivalent of an AA already. Amen, Dad, for that. Troy and Sarah Patton, of course, are her parents. They are people who love God and who love young people. That's so obvious with their own girls. But if you were to go to Andrews, you would see a house full of kids often. And if you would go to Camp Hensel that they've attended for years now, you would see that Troy and Sarah are kind of second parents to a lot of young people. We're blessed to have them, and we are blessed that Hallie has accomplished such a great thing. I'm going to ask one of our shepherds, Lynn Mayfield, to come up at this time and make a presentation to Hallie. So, Hallie, you're holding a little one, but you better pass her on since you'll need to get up here in just a moment. Hallie, if you would, come on up, please. Isn't it amazing how unembarrassed this generation is to step before a congregation of people in an assembly? At her age, if I had to do that, I'd be shaking all over. <laughs> Come up here, please. Hallie, we want to take just a few minutes to express to you our love and to congratulate you on an on a unbelievable accomplishment. We love you very much, and we want to just share with you that we know God has blessed you with wonderful parents and with wonderful family. We also know that God has blessed you with many brothers and sisters in Christ, and they'll always be there for you. I want to present you with this study Bible, and we pray that as you go through your walk with God, that you will be able to use it always to strengthen you and to His glory. And I want to share one last blessing of Scripture. And I said, it'd probably be her that got all choked up, but it's going to be me. These words you've heard before. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious 
to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And we pray that that peace will be accompanied by great success in your life for Christ and that God will be glorified always in your life and that you remember these loved ones here that have so much are praying for you at this time. And finally, we pray that you always hold to the road. You know, Westside really is a place where every soul matters. You know, we love Pew Packers. Don't you just love the way that Adam and that Waylon and Thomas and others work with these kids? And they do such a great job. All of our young people do. But a song that those young people sing, we all need to think about. Oh, be careful, little mouth, what you say. We've not sung that one lately, but it might not be a bad one. Because, Adam, you know you are loved and appreciated when you have been here long enough that you get thrown under the bus. And you are about to have the bus tires run over you. Just a few weeks back, on a Wednesday, our good brother Adam did a phenomenal job going through 30 or more names of kids and talking about what they liked, and we got to see all kinds of pictures of them and the things that they liked and what they wanted to be when they grew up. But if you were present that night, you will notice that Adam, you'll recall, went out of his way to leave one precious soul out and simply said, she's in college now and she's really not part of the youth group anymore. You will remember saying those words, do you not, Adam? Ba-bump, ba-bump. Therefore, Hannah asked if we could put something together. And of course, I thought it would be an interesting thing to do. Where every member matters, each person in the Patton family is precious to us. Can I get an amen there, Adam? Amen. And here is a picture of Hannah. She wants everyone to know that she is in grade 13, now grade 14, uh, and she's 19 years old. Here are her hobbies and interests. Reading, singing, visiting new coffee shops, hanging out with my family and friends. Don't some of those sound really familiar from other young people? What I want to be when I grow up, she wants to be an EMT or a nurse. Now Hannah is the firstborn child in the Patton family. Should not be overlooked. She's also in our church directory. Therefore, we need to give honor to whom honor is due there too. Can I get an amen, please? 
And amen, Adam. All right. Thank you for being such a good sport. And then they close with 1 Corinthians 12, which talks about every member of the body is important, even those that seem to be less significant. We can laugh, and yet sometimes we cry with one another too. Hallie, I want to talk to you about a quartet of hallelujahs in God's Word. Everyone briefly open your Bible to Revelation 19. Hallie, if you'll remember this as a high school graduate, and if you'll remember this throughout your life, it would be one of the greatest gifts. The word hallelujah, you would think, occurs a lot in the Bible. It doesn't. As a matter of fact, the only four times it occurs in the New Testament are right here in Revelation 19. Hallelujah. The idea of halal, praise, Yah, God, like Yahweh, Yahweh. Praise God. When you think about that, you probably think of Handel's Hallelujah Chorus. And what Handel did is take Revelation 19, the entire chapter, and really set it to music and deal with victory. He threw in Revelation 11.15. The idea of Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, Revelation 19.16. But Revelation 11.15 says... The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of God and of His Christ, and He shall reign forever and ever. The greatest gift we can give you as your church family is to help you remember that you want to be present at the marriage supper of the Lamb, that you want to be present in eternity with God. The Psalms end with hallelujah. If you read Psalm 145 through about 150, hallelujah, praise God, is found multiple times as the Psalms come to a close. And Psalm 150 and verse 2 says, Praise Him for His mighty works. Praise Him for what He does. It says, Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him for who He is. Hallie, praise God for what He does in life and praise Him for who He is. Now look at these four hallelujahs with me briefly. The first one's found in Revelation 19, verse 1. We can read it together. Revelation 19 and verse 1. After this I heard what seemed to be a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven. Hallelujah! Salvation and glory and power belong to the Lord. The first hallelujah is the hallelujah of salvation. Notice three descriptive terms of God. Salvation, glory, and power belong to the Lord. Hallie, God's salvation should ever lead to your gratitude. God's glory should ever lead 
to our reverence and respect. And God's power should ever lead to our trust. The God who went to the lengths that he did to save us, we can be confident that he can get us home if we trust him. Look at verses 2 and 3, second hallelujah. This is the hallelujah of justice. His judgments are true and just. He has judged the great prostitute who corrupted the earth with her immorality and has avenged on her the blood of the saints. Once more they cried out, Alleluia, the smoke goes up from her forever and ever. The hallelujah of justice. Hallie, things are sometimes not going to be the way they ought. Life's not going to be fair. Going to Texas A&M, I'm sure you'll encounter many wonderful people and great blessings, but I'm sure that you're going to be challenged too. The hallelujah of justice. If you look in the book of Revelation, beginning in Revelation 12, the dragon, the devil, is described. Know your enemies. In Revelation 13, the next chapter, the very next chapter, two more enemies are talked about. The beast and the false prophet, anti-God government, anti-God religion. And then in chapter 17 and 18, a harlot, a prostitute is talked about. The world with its excess. Hallie, watch out for the devil. Watch out for government things that are anti-God. And watch out for teaching that is false. Don't fall prey to the allure of Babylon, the harlot, the prostitute. The world with its excess, with its emphasis on things. The hallelujah of God's justice. Through the years, those enemies have caused an awful lot of heartache concerning people who love the Lord. But here's what's interesting. Here in chapter 19 and in the chapter prior, 18, the harlot Babylon is doomed. In Revelation 19, 11 and following... The beast and the false prophet are doomed. You look at chapter 20, the devil's doomed. No wonder why Revelation has been a book many have turned to for hope when they were hurting in their hearts. Third, hallelujah, quickly. Look, if you will, at verses 4 and 5. The 24 elders, four living creatures, angelic beings that really specialize in praising God and worshiping God. They fall down and worship God who's seated on the throne saying, Amen, Alleluia. This third Alleluia, what a quartet, what perfect four-part harmony there is. The hallelujah of salvation, the hallelujah of justice, the hallelujah of worship and service to God. 
Notice verse 5. From the throne came a voice saying, Praise our God. All His servants, you who fear Him, small and great. Small and great. No matter who you are or what your status might be, if you're a servant of the Lord and in Christ, worship and serve the Lord. Praise God. Finally, verse 6. I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude. The roar of many waters. Now think about that because with your holy imagination, get this picture. It's loud. It is just ear-piercingly loud. And like the sound of mighty peals of thunder saying, Hallelujah. And the fourth hallelujah, the hallelujah of His reign. R-E-I-G-N. Halle, like so many of us before you, and many who will come along after you if this old world stands, there will be times that we doubt who's in control. We wonder at times. The hallelujah of God's reign. And the idea is this. Our God has reigned, our God is reigning, and our God will ever reign. And who is this God? He is the Lord. He is our God, the Lord our God. He is the Lord God Almighty, our God. And that is the God that reigns. You see, those people who understand the hallelujah of salvation, the hallelujah of God's justice and victory, the hallelujah of worshiping and serving Him, will also appreciate the hallelujah of His reign and that we will be blessed to be with Him forever. That's how to be part of the marriage supper of the Lamb. And Hallie, we want that for you, but we want that for every single person here tonight. And for others, too. One comes to Christ through faith and repentance and baptism. That's how one accepts the conditions for salvation that are out there on God's terms. We must accept God's terms. God's conditions for salvation. And for those of us who are Christians, I look forward to the time that we will all be in His presence and sing hallelujah, and it will be amazingly loud and breathtakingly beautiful. All praise to the Lord. Let us stand and sing.